Welcome to the Cutting Room Floor Podcast. My name is Travis Simone. I'm one of the pastors at the Williamsburg Community Chapel. And each week, we try to go on the cutting room floor with anyone who will listen. The cutting room floor is the place where insights, illustrations, extra comments got left when we had to walk out of our offices and into the pulpit on a Sunday morning. But sometimes those things are just too important to leave on that cutting room floor. And so we come here together, we recap the sermon from last week, and we get a little extra insight into what God's Word had to say from that particular passage. Again, my name is Travis Simone. I'm one of the pastors at the Williamsburg Community Chapel, and you are about to go on the cutting room floor with me. Today's episode of The Cutting Room Floor is some extra content from our sermon from August 12th, 2018. This sermon was on Psalms of Lament, Part 1. And just to recap, we talked about a Psalm of Lament is an invitation to ordered congregational authenticity. We talked about authentic emotions, authentic questions, authentic doubts. We talked about the needs the need to order our authenticity in the order that the Psalms of Lament provide. There was a call to God, a cry for help, a complaint of wrong, a confession of sin, a curse of enemies, and ultimately a turning and a putting of our confidence in God and landing with a commendation of God, a commendation of his character, a commendation of his nature. And so as we looked at these Psalms of Lament, I talked about how I had an illustration from the book of Lamentations that I did not have time to get because that I did not have time to get to. And I wanted to bring it to the cutting room floor because the book of Lamentations, interestingly enough, is an entire book dedicated to doing exactly what the Psalms of Lament are dedicated to doing. The Psalms of Lament, I I think, do this in a micro, shorter way, and the Book of Lamentations is an extended reflection on, I I think, a lot of the themes of the Psalm of Lament, particularly, we'll talk about the theme of the ordered aspect of the Psalms of Lament. But first, let me just say this. Psalms of Lament make up fully one-third of the entire Book of Psalms. There are approximately seven genres to the book of Psalms. Scholars divide these genres in different different ways, but essentially there are seven big picture genres in the book of Psalms. They're not divided evenly. Of the seven genres, the Psalms of Lament are the most dominant genre. And in addition to Psalms of Wisdom, it's the only, they are the only genres that have whole books of the Bible dedicated to them. So the Psalms of Wisdom, I would say, are augmented by the book of Proverbs, a book solely dedicated to helping its readers become wise. And then you have Psalms of Lament with with the book of Lamentation, dedicated to help us deepen our understanding of biblical lament. And the book of Lamentations... As I just said earlier, let me go deeper into it now. The book of Lamentations gets at this aspect of the Psalms of Lament of order, that 
we can't just cry out in our authentic selves and and scream and, and moan and shout. Though we are invited to do that, let me be clear. The Psalms of Lament, first we said, were this invitation to authenticity. But we said that the invitation was actually to so much more because our blind spots can hide out in the shadows of authenticity. And the Psalms of Lament invite us to order our authenticity in such a way that God is able to make sense of our cries, of our moans, of our gentlest whispers uh, to him when we can barely even speak. And so the book of Lamentations is a great example of this order. It's a highly ordered book of the Bible. Let me just talk to you uh, about the book of Lamentations and what its five chapters are all about, and then we'll come back and talk about the order in the book of Lamentations. So the book of Lamentations is an extended poem on the destruction of Jerusalem. Books of the Bible were originally titled for their first word, the first word in Hebrew it wasn't called Lamentations. It was called How. That's the first word of the book of Lamentations in the Hebrew manuscript, How. It says, How Lonely Sits the City. It's a book that I believe instructs us how we should be asking how. How did this happen? How did this, uh, how did I get here in my life? How did it come to this? How to ask how. It's an extended poem that's really made up of five smaller poems. The five chapters of the book of Lamentations all represent five different poems reflecting on the destruction of the city. Chapter one, the first poem, is about the city. I think this represents what you lost. What is it that you have lost in this destruction? Chapter two talks about the destruction this gets at what you experienced. What did you experience through, through the process of loss? Chapter three is about the exile. I think this gets at the question, what changed? What's different in my life now that I have lost this, now that the destruction has taken place? Chapter four, I'll call the retelling. They retell the story one more time. I call this uh, the question, what cannot be forgotten? What is it that's just going over and over and over in your head about your experience? And chapter five is what I call the prayer. It's what you said to God after it all happened. So that is the outline for the book of Lamentations. In chapter one, the chapter on the city entitled, What You Lost?, it is not just, I said it's a poem, but it's a, a highly ordered poem. It's a 22 stanza alphabetic acrostic. 22 stanzas because the Hebrew alphabet has 22 letters. So each stanza in the poem starts with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. If it was in English, the first stanza would start with A, the second stanza would start with B, the third would start with C, the fourth with D, and so on. 22 stanza alphabetic acrostic. Chapter two, the destruction, what you experienced, is also a 22 stanza 
alphabetic acrostic. And you can actually see this reflect, reflected fairly well in your English translation. You're going to see 22 verses in chapter 1. You're going to see 22 verses in chapter 2. But then in chapter 3, it, something interesting happens. Chapter 3, the exile, what changed is a 66-line triple alphabetic acrostic. And so what this does is in 66 lines, it goes A, 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 B, 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 C, 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 all the way to the end of the Hebrew alphabet for a total of 66 lines. And you can see chapter three with 66 verses representing those 66 lines of the, of the Hebrew, uh, of this triple alphabetic acrostic. Chapter four comes back to a 22 stanza alphabetic acrostic and chapter five the prayer is the only chapter in the book that is not an alphabetic acrostic and you think uh that oh did the order that the first four chapters brought to this devastating situation did that order in effect work and order the uh the the prayers or the lamenters uh, minds and hearts in such a way that they could now pray on their own. That could be part of it, but while it's not an alphabetic acrostic, it does have 22 lines. And so what we get in each chapter of the book of Lamentations is a highly ordered approach to walking through the lament. What I lost, what I experienced, what changed, what cannot be forgotten, and what I said to God, all highly authentic, highly authentic content in the book of Lamentations. Authentic questions, chapter 3, verse 21. For the Lord will he cast off forever, highly um, open, talking about the destruction that people saw the tongue. This is chapter four, verse four. The tongue of the nursing infant sticks to the roof of its mouth for thirst. Children beg for food, but no one gives it to them. Highly authentic questions, highly authentic uh, commentary on the situation that's going on, but highly authentic commentary ordered in such a way that allows God to bring order to the hearts and to the minds of the lamenters, of the people who are praying. And in addition, one of the ideas that scholars have about the book of Lamentations in its highly ordered uh, text is that the highly ordered nature of the text made it easier to pray congregationally, that they could actually uh, remember the words to speak them in unison together because you would know, again, just using an English illustration, the first lines are going to are going to start with A, the second lines are going to start with B, the third lines are going to start with C, and so on. And so the idea is it helped the congregation actually do this together. So Lamentations, this extended book of the Bible dedicated to uh, helping us understand more deeply what is introduced in micro, on a microcosm level in the Psalms of Lament. We get to see it in a macro level in the book of Lamentations is, this book of Lamentations is highly authentic, but it's highly ordered and it's ordered in such a way that the congregation can do it together. 
I'm grateful that you would spend this time on the cutting room floor with me. I've gotten some feedback about the cutting room floor that we we need to, to advertise a little more. We need to tell people that it's out there. There was a man who said that the cutting room floor is the best kept secret, not just at the chapel, but in Williamsburg. I'm not sure that the cutting room floor is the best kept secret in Williamsburg. And that man was the dad to one of our associate pastors with whom I recently recorded an episode of the cutting room floor. But nevertheless, I appreciated the encouragement. And I hope that maybe just maybe you have found the cutting room floor to be too well kept of a secret. And you might just share this podcast with someone else. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And that way, anyway, we, anytime we do a new episode, it will come right to your Apple device. You can also, if you don't have, if one of your friends does not have an Apple device, you can simply go to apple.itunes.com and you can search for the Cutting Room Pot Floor podcast on any device that has the internet, just look for the Lantern logo and maybe, just maybe, I'll review why the Lantern is so important to me, especially as I prepare for our time in God's Word together on Sunday morning. I'll look forward to this Sunday in doing the Psalms and Lament Part 2. But until then, my name is Travis Simone. I'm one of the pastors of the Williamsburg Community Chapel, and it's been great to spend this time on the cutting room floor with you. you.